thing. So uh, continuing, uh, we talked for a little while about one uh, particular tefillah that said uh, very often and maybe not <coughs> understood quite as well. So we're going to do the same thing now with another tefillah, uh, naming uh, specifically tefillah saderech. Um, I want to talk for we'll talk a couple nights about tefillah saderech, some of the details, so that we know uh, you know what we do maybe very often, maybe we don't think about it quite as quite as uh, as in depth. So the source of uh, tefillah saderech comes from Gemara and Brachos. And Dav Chav Tesem Abayz and Laman of Aleph, which talks about this idea: a person goes on the goes on the derech. You go on the way. You're traveling somewhere. Uh, could be dangerous, so a person should make uh, tefillah derech. And the and the tefillah that's there in the in the Gemara is basically the, the tefillah that we say with some changes to the language a little bit. Uh, interestingly, the Gemara makes note that the tefillah derech should always be said the Belash and Rabbin. Even though it might just be one person traveling, it's always said Belash and Rabbin. You don't change it to Lash and Yachin if it's just you. You say it always Belash and Rabbin. The Gemara, um, the, the brachas recited always only once a day, um, even if you're traveling a very long distance. So, uh, and how do we determine day? Day is if you begin traveling and, you know, it's like brachas of Torah. You wake up in the morning, you start to travel, you say, you can be traveling the entire day, pashkia, patsets, kochavim, all the way deep, deep into the night. You continue to say, you only say one for the entire day. Um, the, there are a couple of exceptions to that in the following cases. So for example, what happens when a person travels all the way through the night to the next morning? Some people drive, drive like from here to, to, I don't know, Miami. Right? You're driving all the way. So, and it comes the next morning, then what do you do? You have to make a new Tfilas or not? So most say that if it becomes the next morning already, you say Tfilas Derech without Shem you know, Hashem uh, in, in, that, in, in that scenario. Uh, but typically one, once a day. Uh, same thing, what if a person is going back and forth? You're leaving and you're coming back all in the same day. What do you say then? So, that, so we, again, since you only say it once a day, what do you do? So you're supposed to add, V'sach zireinu l'shalom. You see that language like in brackets, in the, in the tefillah. So if you're heading on your way back, and you're, you're heading there, like when we went to D.C. for the day, for example, right? So you drove all the way to D.C. On the way there, you say tefillah zaderech, and then you say V'sach zireinu l'shalom, and you don't have to say it again um, when you find your way on the way back. In a scenario where a person thinks they're stopping for the night, and then they decide to get back on the road, so then they make another. So you, you're going on the way, and you decide to stop somewhere, you stop at a hotel, and you're about to unpack, and you have in mind that you're done, and then you hear the weather report, you go on your app, and you realize it's about to snow. So you know, you get back in the car, and you start driving in. So then you make a new Tvilas Adarach, because you had, a, you had a half-sake at that point. So you make a new Tvilas Adarach in that, in that scenario. Uh, how far does a person have to drive, or travel, in order to make a Tvilas Adarach? So the Gemara assumes you have to uh, travel a distance of a parsa outside of the inhabited area where people are. So this is just being, you know, uh, Paris is about 2.8 miles, something like that, about three miles outside of the, the, the city limits. So, um, so what does that mean? It's a little bit more difficult to define sometimes. So the, the posting typically assume that you have to hit two conditions. Number one, you have to travel about a Paris, again, about three miles past an open area where nobody, there are no homes anymore. And number two, you have to be leaving the general metropolitan area. So, for example, today I drove from here to Queens to visit my grandmother. So you're not going to make a tefillah zederek. The whole way you go, there's, there's houses, there's you know, everywhere you go, apartment buildings, etc. You're not going to find yourself making tefillah zederek. Uh, but if you're traveling, you know, on the, typically you're traveling on the highway, you know, from here to Baltimore, or here to Boston, or here, you know, traveling a far distance, you're going to find yourself on open highways with no houses at all. So that's typically the scenario when you make a tefillah zederek. The fact that you'll pass warehouses, that doesn't count. I mean, warehouses don't count as like inhabited areas. So you know, pass uh, tons of Amazon warehouses on your way. That's not going to count as uh, as houses, as it means inhabited areas. So once you're out, typically on a long, you know, 95, you're on 
in some of these highways, you're going for a long time already, you're going to be out of the uh, typical inhabited areas. That's a scenario where a person would make a tzedakah. What we're typically assume, you know, used to, driving you know, a, a far distance. Um, fine. And the last thing we're going to cover tonight is, at what point do you make the tzedakah? When do you say the bracha? When do you say the tefillah? So, um, so Shulchan Aruch writes, you only make the tzedakah once you are muchzak baderach. You're already on the way. So if you're in shul that morning, you're getting ready to leave, to go on a trip, you're not going to say tefillah derech, you know, in the morning, in shul. You make tefillah derech once you're already on the road. So what does that mean? What's muchsak baderech? The Mishabruk is a very specific definition, that you're already 70 amos past the last house in that built-up area. But the bottom line is, you, you, typically we assume once you're on the highway, you know, there's certain scenarios where you're like, you hit a, you hit a, you know, a toll or something, and you, and you find yourself like now over the open area, right? You've hit, you've now got, you're going over a bridge. There's no one, there's, no, there's nothing there. Get the, you know, in those scenarios, you t- t- take a look, you usually know where you are. You hit the highway at a place where there's no inhabited area anymore. Once you've done that, so that's typically when you're going to make the Tvias Derech. What happens if you forgot? You didn't make the Tvias Derech then? So you have all the way until you're a Parsa, you know, within a part, you're supposed to make it when you're, you know, a Parsa outside the city, until when you're a Parsa within the city. So if you've been driving two hours to Baltimore and you still have an hour left of the trip, you realize you didn't make the Derech. So you can still do so. As long as you're still on the highway and you're before the inhabited area, you can certainly still make Tivas Derech even in that scenario. One other interesting thing. What if I'm traveling multiple days on the highway? I'm going to, I'm going to drive from here to Florida. So I'm going to be you know, two or three days driving. So in that scenario, you can make the bracha actually. Let's say you're davening in, in the hotel before you go back out of the road. You can make Tivas Derech already in the hotel. Why? Because you're already Mokhsak Derech. You're already on the way. So in that scenario, even though you typically have to be already on the road, if you stopped on the way on the road, so that scenario you can make the Tfilas Derech even before you get in the car. Next time we'll talk about uh, air travel and some other details, but we'll stop now for you.